Chaser is brought to you by that guy who constantly interrupts you at work. What you were doing probably wasn't important anyway. 2019. You really should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome to the show. Brought to you by the interrupting guy. Dom, can I just interrupt you there? <laughs> you can. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, in the yeah, show I today. Just to, I just want to interrupt you again. That's Charles Firth. He's, he's very funny. Uh, Andrew I, just Hansen, to, I just want to clarify something. Andrew Hansen's here, <laughs> uh, and my name is Tom Knight. Coming up, uh, Star Wars news. The one word that will improve your dating app performance. And Andrew Hansen has a lovely song about Brisbane for you. Yeah, why not? You know, we thought there's nothing better to, to put on a Sydney radio show than a, <laughs> than a nice song about Brisbane. Yeah, it's not complimentary. Well, look, did you know that we don't have any, any millionaires left, or at least a lot less than we had yesterday, according to the news? Uh, yeah, news says we've lost a few millionaires. We've lost 124,000 millionaires in Australia. Wait a oh. minute. There were 124,000 millionaires that I could have borrowed money from? Yeah, you, yeah, you wasted your opportunity, Firth. I, I had, how many? How many millionaires are there in Australia? I didn't, wouldn't Ooh, have thought there'd be a hundred thousand millionaires. Well, there aren't any more. They've all gone. <laughs> it's because of the housing slump, apparently. Ah. Like you know, a house price. You know, you're not like how yeah. you're just normal people. You know, mm. who didn't achieve anything special in their life, just for some reason owned two million dollar houses yeah, because they were baby boomers. That's why. Because they're a baby, because they're the right age, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, the slump has sort of brought us a little bit down to reality. We lost 124,000 oh. of these millionaires. But, uh, you know, look, I mean, houses, are, are, they're a bargain. They're a bargain. They're a dime. It doesn't take a listen to this. Housing prices across Sydney have slumped, so it's bargain, bargain, bargain. Grouse Hill, two-bedroom, semi-detached shithole was $1.1 million, now just $1 million. Over in Homebush, prices are falling faster than the supporting walls. Condemned one-bedroom Opal Tower apartment you can't even live in, still way out of your price range at just $800,000. Prices were way more than you could afford, now they're only a lot more than you can afford. That's such a relief. Sydney's housing price crash! Now you cannot afford to buy a house for less than ever before! Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Yes, it's Radio Chaser on Triple M. And the Radio Chaser podcast now available in the official Australian podcast charts. We made the top 100, guys. Congratulations. That's right. What no, what number are we, Don? 99. <laughs> so please subscribe to our podcast and maybe we'll get up to 98. That would be fantastic. Yeah, so talking of wonderful things made by us, hmm. um, did did I have it? We mentioned yet that we uh, won an ACRA award on the weekend. Oh, God. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. we did. Okay. Oh, we did mention Best station produced comedy metropolitan. Anyway, it turns out, so, and I'm probably breaking some sort of embargo here, but Sony wants us to make an album uh, at the end of the year of all our best sketches. Yes. Yeah, so we're doing we're doing a whole album. We haven't actually announced mm. it yet, so please don't tell us. This anyone. is an exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, that, was, that was a really great announcement. Yeah. I mean, you made a splash here, Charles. Yeah, I, can see right. the, I can see the yeah. likes just yeah. piling the up. The Daily Mail's listening anyway, intently. Just to you know, leak a few more details, we're calling the album Live in Engadine. Yeah, it's called Engadine. Yeah. It's called Live in Engadine. Radio Chaser Live in Engadine. Yeah. 
And so I went out to Engadine the other day to take some photos mm. of the local Maccas and, you know, around the, the local sort of... It is the pearl of southern Sydney, it isn't is, it? It is. The, <laughs> yeah. The brown pearl. The brown pearl of, of Sydney. Mm. Um, the Maccas out there. Anyway, so I'm there. It's about 3.15 in the afternoon. Mm. And um, I'm just photographing the Maccas. And this guy in a car just sort of... Hot rods up to me, winds down his window, goes, "You, you a teacher, are you? You a teacher?" I'm going, "What? Did, what? Did, um, no, no. Oh, I've got some life lessons yeah. for you, but no. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't look that smart. Yeah, it was like, why does he think I'm a teacher? Were you he, dressed? No, like a teacher, or no? Do you have a mortarboard on your head? Why are you taking photos of all the schoolgirls? Right, that is a good question. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I looked what? over and I was like, oh yeah, there are. There's some school kids, you know, because it's three fifteen. Oh, it's just outside the market. Yeah, I didn't that's even not notice. A good look. No. You're an idiot. You don't just the... roll, rock up in front of a massive group of schoolgirls and pull out a camera. Anyway. Well, that's the thing. No one uses a camera with like a long lens anymore. You would have st- stuck well, out like dog's balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the good thing is, the actual oh. good thing is that um, I just said to him, look. ScoMo shat his pants here in 1997. Allegedly. This is a national landmark. Allegedly. I, um, you know, you know, that's what I'm doing. And he went, oh, right, okay. <laughs> and just wanted it. <laughs> so if you ever want to photograph school kids, the perfect, the perfect <laughs> alibi. Just mention ScoMo. Just mention ScoMo shitting his pants. <laughs> that's a, a very useful tip, Charles. Yeah. But, but let's not, let, yeah. it's a good story. Yeah. But let's no. not take anything away from the fact that you are a pedo. <laughs> Triple M, Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser is brought to you by that guy who constantly interrupts you at work. Doesn't he have anything else to do? No, turns out he doesn't. Triple M, this is Radio Chaser. And just because I think some of our colleagues in sales had a heart attack, we're not using photos of McDonald's for the Chaser Live in Engadine CD. No. Other no. good photos. Though, yeah, other great cool. photos of Engadine. <laughs> yeah. The jewel of the South. <laughs> and all their friendly people. <laughs> you know, the post office perhaps? That, that's, that'd that be a luxurious place uh, mm. to, to photograph because I've, mm. I've just read that the boss of Australia Post, uh, Christina Holgate, earns $208,000 every month. Wow. So I'm assuming Engadine Post Office is kind of like, you know, Westminster Abbey or probably like <laughs> Buckingham yeah. Palace or something or the Taj Mahal. But a little bit more flash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not that low grade, but yes, yes. Well, good on her. So I was just wanted to shout out for the, uh, for the well-deserved uh, salary of the boss of Australia Post because I tell you what, they do a fantastic job when they deliver a parcel, don't they, Australia mm. Post? So much so that it's actually a national televised sporting event. The 2019 Australia Post Shot Put, brought to you by Australia Post. The atmosphere is electric here at the Australia Post Shot Put, where three posties are teeing off to see who can chuck a customer's parcel the furthest. Yes, the posties are limbering up on the footpath, stretching those parcel-chucking muscles. And Posty Kev is up first. Kev's got a soft express post package, possibly the T-shirts from the iconic inside. He stands... Aims and up the package goes. It's a textbook chuck and bop down it comes on the customer's front porch. It did damage some garden pansies on the way in, so that's three bonus points to Posty Kev. Now our second athlete, Posty Deborah, moves into position. Ooh, she's a good choice. I can see a Kogan label on that package, and that means electronic goods, nice and fragile. Let's see if it survives intact. She lobs the parcel, and oh, it 
it's a highway. What incredible scenes here as the puzzle arcs completely over the customer's roof and lands in their backyard swimming pool. That's a record-breaking parcel chuck from Posty Deborah. And bad news for the customer's Kogan headphones. Well, it could be all over for our third player. It's Posty Phil with one of those small folding CD boxes no one uses anymore. He squares up. But, oh, what's this? Oh, it's a very unorthodox move. Yes, Posty Phil is not chucking the package. In fact, he's walking to the ladder box and gently inserting the parcel. Well, this breaks every rule of Australia Post delivery. The ref's not happy. This is the Australia Post version of the underarm bowl. He sends Posty Phil off with a red card. And fittingly, it's one of those red cards a Posty leaves when they pretend you're not home for a parcel. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Radio Chaser is brought to you by that guy who constantly interrupts you at work. Because, of course, you haven't seen that meme that's been going around for weeks. Now, <laughs> this is one for you, uh, Charles. It sounds like uh, you could probably use some uh, some tips for your love life. Um, look, uh, apparently, if you want to do well on dating apps, mm. you've got to talk about one particular topic. I mean, can, can you guess what it is? Oh really? No, I have. Uh, I don't know what this um, is. Andrew, is it sex? Is it? Yeah, is it groins? <laughs> yeah. You'd think you'd think it'd be something like that. No, 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 no. It's something people actually like. So oh, it's not, people actually enjoy. It's not edits. What? Cats is like a metaphor. Oh, no? Not a bad guess. But food, food, guys. Oh. You've got to talk about food. Mm. According to this uh, new research, somebody tried food-related words right in their in their <laughs> dating app mm. um, description or whatever, but they particularly found that the word guacamole was amazingly effective and it kind of increased their response rate by 144%. How did anchovy go? (laughs) (laughs) That's a yellow card. I'm sorry. sorry. That's not good. That's a yellow card. Yellow card. That's a warning. And I got me wondering, I mean, there, is, this the, is this the only person? Look, I don't know. We're all hopelessly married here mm. on Radio Chaser. But what about you yeah. guys in the, in the world at large? Can you give us a ring if you've got uh, something that you do on your dating app Yes, that, and that we've you got think makes you successful? James Rain tickets for the best story, by the oh, way. Well, well, how appropriate. Yeah, I, no, I've got a few uh, dating app tricks. Um what I do when I'm setting up my profile is I, I don't mention that I'm married with two kids. Um, well, see, I do, and I find that that increased my chances by 148%. Really? Well, when I used to genuinely use these apps a few years ago, I think I mentioned this before, um, I had a way of getting no messages at all, and no, I wasn't putting a real photo of myself. Um, I called my profile Richard Wilkins, and yet wasn't Richard Wilkins, and it turns out nobody wanted to take fake, fake Richard Wilkins. So don't do that. Did you use a picture of, of Richard? Or I think did you I use... did. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> and, so, and he had no success? No. Yeah. At all? I'm, well, I'm sure the real Richard would have. I'm not trying to say, you know. Yeah, was, you're probably committing some crime. You know it's a federal crime to impersonate a, a, a Richard Wilkins <laughs> yeah, in true. uniform. Well, it's, yeah. it's, I suppose it's a less offensive kind of dick pic. Well, yeah. <laughs> One triple three five three. Give us a ring with your dating app Tips and I'll say, you know, the word is if you mention food, it's going to it's mm. going to increase your odds. But look, maybe you've got a technique or something that you write on your profile that, that you think works. There's another technique that I, w- I would actually use for Dom. I would advise heavily oh. to Dom, which is what mm. you do is you always have you get a better looking friend than you, right? And you take photographs with him, right? And he, make sure he's in every single one of the photos so that there's no way the person can tell which one it is. And then, and then 
they always say, you know, make sure you put in your profile. Don't worry, that person is not me. Mm. You know, you know how they always say that. You know, always clarify. No. Just always make what sure. What are you talking about? What are you on about? Char- can I just show me, yeah. Charles? The point of this is actually to get phone calls on one triple three five three. So far, we have none. I admit, I realise it's because oh. we've been talking about my. Yeah. Okay. Uh, photos, but Somebody stories about know. what works on internet dating. One triple three five three. Give us a call. There are James Rain tickets, mm. and you can get a photo with Charles for your internet dating <laughs> profile. <laughs> We've got Angus from Penrith first up. Angus, what's your uh, dating app tip? Oh, mate. Yeah. Well, it used to be when I used to use the app, and it was um, I'm six foot seven in person. So saying I'm six foot seven, it seemed to um, bring a bit of attention. Really? Wow. See, being like. Like unnaturally tall is is good for dating, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it seemed to. I mean, some people it may have scared off, but uh, it used to used to help me a bit. Um, right. Probably wasn't a hundred forty percent increase, but it was definitely up there. I wonder. If, I wonder if they assumed that you're talking about like your height or or, or something else, or, or maybe your length. Six, six foot seven. Abortion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could have been that, that that was so attractive. I'm glad well, you, you mentioned go. guacamole as well. You'd have broken the internet. <laughs> yeah. So, so be, like being extremely tall—that's a good hit. Not a very useful um, piece of advice, though, for people who aren't six foot seven. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't know what they're supposed to do. <laughs> just, yeah, uh, sorry, just live with but, it. Um, All right. It's a tip. All right, let's go to Joe in Fairfield. Joe, internet dating tips for the apps. What's yours? Yeah, how are you going? Uh, mine is about the opener, so it all depends on how you open the conversation. Now, I've got a, a nice little opener that goes, if, if uh, you had the choice to be invisible, read minds or fly, what would you choose? And now their choice gives me a, a uh, an idea of how they are as a person. Um, so it, it kills two birds with one stone, so to say. Well, why don't you um, try it on Charles and we'll see how well it works. Okay. So, so what was it? So Charles, if you had the right, if you had the uh, ability to to fly, read minds, or be invisible, what would you do? Ah, oh, surely it would be fly every time. And then what do you say? Well, fly, well, yeah, mate. So you're adventurous. So you know, you then go on to it. Uh, if, if you fly, oh yeah, yeah. Think of the the, the savings on Rego. You know, you make a joke like that, bang, oh. they're in, you're in within seconds. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Joe, do you want to go out on a date? <laughs> Yeah, oh, mate, well, Mrs. might not be too happy about that, but yeah, why not? Yeah, I think my favourite option of Joe's was to be five, uh, to be six foot seven. Um, right, who's our winner as judged by Andrew? Well, look, I, I mean, I think just, you know, being tall is, is, is not a bad strategy, but for those who can't, you know, I think what Joe's got, though, is something that anybody can use. You mm. ask if you, if you prefer being invisible, read minds or fly. It's a sort of Marvel superhero-based mm. questionnaire, and, mm. and I think that that sounds like an absolute winner to All me. All right, congratulations. Uh, at least as well as mentioning guacamole, if not better. Yes, Joe, and in my dating life, I was invisible, so that's a very good tip. Massive news. For the nerd community today, the final trailer for uh, Rise of Skywalker, the ninth Star Wars movie, official in, you know, in that whole series, is, it came out today and the nerds are frothing themselves. Oh my goodness, yes. It, it's just so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I had a look today, I can't work out what's going on, but look, personally speaking, this is the movie I'd like to see from the Star Wars people. A long time ago, in a galaxy with far, far too many spin-offs. 
Your movie was a flop, Han Solo. I'm still hoping for any five, Vader. And your movie, Boba Fett, has been scrapped. Oh, that's terrible. I'm going to bunge on chocolate fish. Now, Lucasfilm scrapes the galactic barrel. Rebels, please welcome our new hero. With their worst spin-off yet. Excuse me, Lisa Cochata Pinks. What the f***? Jar Jar Binks, the movie. He's back. Then go away again. Who, sir, are you, sir? We are people who can't stand you. The origin story you don't want to see. How the hell did you get a spin? Lisa Day starting pity orky day with the brisky morning munching. Then... Ah, shut up, you annoying c**t. Jar Jar Binks, avoid cinemas now. Would even you buy a ticket to this movie, Jar Jar? On second thought? No, not really, no. It's embarrassing. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Hey, um, look, we won an award on the weekend, didn't we, this radio show? Did we mention that? And that's the 17th mentioned today. <laughs> we won a few awards. Lots of, lots of radio stations won awards. They had this sort of, it's like the Logies of, of radio, right? It's called the Acras, and it was on Saturday, and it was hosted by uh, me and Chris Taylor because mm. um, they you know, couldn't find anybody else from radio. Everyone else was busy winning awards. But I thought, you know, we was in this foreign city. We were in Brisbane. Right, this exotic place that we had to go to for the acras, mm. and I thought, well, when you're a visitor in a strange place, you know, you need to sort of learn the custom. You need to uh, sort of pay homage and be respectful, and um, you know, be be nice about the place you're visiting. So yeah. I wanted to be a good guest, so I did a little song for them. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, there you go. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> That's the only place on earth And on the latest TripAdvisor rankings Brisbane's only 14 places behind her Hello Brisbane Yeah, we're in Brisbane Corruption free since 1992 I love the music I love the locals Who play powder finger more than triple and do I want to frolic naked on the Gabba pitch The gorgeous river, let's hope it rises And floods Pauline Hansen's fish shop in its switch Yeah, it's showtime, we're in Bris Vegas It's just like Vegas, but with slightly less mass shooting
up next with someone known as the, the Chasers Charles Firth on the show. Charles, how many shows do you need to do in one afternoon? Sounds like a really, really top Kennedy Malloy today. Oh, it's going to be Cat's Piss. Cat's Pajamas or Cat's Piss. Now everyone needs to get fit. Uh, in the UK, a man went jogging uh, dressed only in a pink G-string and work boots. Apparently other, other runners were left quite uncomfortable. What do you think? Is this a good new form of uh, athletic wear? I, th- I think it is. I think it's case, I think this sounds like a very convenient outfit if you're one of those poo joggers oh, yes. that we get nowadays. <laughs> yeah, look, I think, look, people criticise and everything like that, you know, whenever you go out in pink sort of bikinis and things like that and you're a man. But it's like, do, it's reverse do. discrimination. They never do that when it's women doing that. So at last, I think you know, do. he's just breaking down the barriers. Mm, sounds good. Are you going to wear a pink thong on Kennedy Malloy up next? Tell yeah, well, some barriers. that was part of the agreement. Like That's why I went on there. All right, don't touch it off. Radio Chaser is brought to you by that guy who constantly interrupts you at work. He's a total... Hey, mate, check out this photo of me dogs. Oh, never mind.